Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time. Being so serious. Idiots thinking it will matter, keep me company downtown before the clock runs out. Sun is shining, but the rain is welcome too. Friends are nearby, don't need another view. Time is not on my mind, but then it's you. Oh, I love it when the love comes around, and then I remember all things must pass. But I'm not gonna wake up, wake up I'm not ready, let me have another day Don't wake up, wake up Keep it steady, cause I'm happy I'm not gonna wake up, no, no, not yet Whoa, no, not yet Whoa, no, no, not yet Whoa I'm afraid I'll end up nowhere my microphone but hello and welcome to roller coasting i'm your host mcgano if you could see me right now if i could just paint the picture to you i am sitting in a bra and some joggy bottoms i have heatless curlers in which by the way revolutionary like if you are really bad at like styling your hair which i am i'm so bad i just don't have a knack for like hair or makeup I, I, look, some people were born with these performing hands and I was not, okay? Uh, so if you're bad at these types of things and also if you're on like a hair-saving journey, then Heatless Curls is a product for you. That sounds like an ad. That sounds like my first ever podcast ad, which it's not because I still don't have ads on here. <laughs> I just don't know when that will happen for me. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's not that deep. One day this will become my job 
I have faith in that. Uh, but yeah, heatless curlers. I just tried mine's out for the first time, not last night, but the night before. My mum got me it for my birthday and I just totally forgot about it. Like, because it was all the moving process and whatnot, just kind of forgot about anything that wasn't already embedded in my routine. Then I was seeing it all over TikTok and I was like, my mum got me one of them. I'll need to try it out. I'm obsessed. I'm in love. I'm obsessed. Do you know what I mean? Tune off TikTok loving it so I've got that in but it's like essentially like having a big silky tube wrapped around your head so trying to wear headphones is proven difficult but I'll make it work for my roller coaster riders you know I will Anyway, I hope everybody is having a fantastic week so far. I'm actually recording this on a Tuesday instead of a Monday, which has thrown me off a wee bit. Um, but I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Like I should when in go walk around the neighbourhood. Um, I think it's because I had a nice wholesome weekend. I wasn't drinking any alcohol. I wasn't having any late nights. I feel like I'm just really recharged and in a great mood when it comes to work. Yippee! So, my roller coaster riders, it has been a hot minute since we have done any dilemmas over on here. I actually done like a wee dilemma section at Roller Coaster Live, and that was fun. And I thought, fucking hell, I need to bring that back on the podcast. So, this week we are doing d- 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 dilemmas. You guys, my roller coaster riders, have very kindly trusted me with your current dilemmas, what's going on in your life at the Mo. And I'm going to have a read through any of the ones that I get through. So your dilemma could well be featured on today's episode and I will do my best to assist you in the best way possible. I actually would say that I'm really good at giving advice. I feel like I've always been quite good at giving advice and I'm also, especially these days, quite good at like dealing with things in my life. I'm like, okay, I've set a time and if it's not solved by then, I'm going to then action it like this. I think I'm quite good at solving dilemmas if I do this on myself. So I'll stop bigging myself up now. Without further ado, let's get into it. Oh, sorry, before we get started, I'm going to Alton Towers at the weekend. I'm so excited. It's like actually roller coasting, roller coasting on the roller coasters. You know what I mean? So excited. Okay, dilemma number one. So, hi, here's my dilemma. Hi, Chick. So, how to go about a friend who is never the one to message you first and make plans? It's always me and the friendship is feeling very one-sided and it's gotten worse since they've got a boyfriend. She also has avoided coming out with the group and doesn't really reply to the group chat. I have asked her if she had a problem with the rest of the group, but she assures me nothing is wrong. And yet some of the group haven't seen her since January. Oof, that is that is a while. Do I keep reaching out to her or stop? So I would say, considering this has been going on since January and it's now, oh my God, it's September in a couple of days. When, sorry, side note, but when does Starbucks get pumpkin spice lattes? I have never tried one. That's so weird. That's really out of character for me. Like I love seasons, like anything that you can get on board with, I'm getting on board with it. So I'm really shocked that I haven't had a pumpkin spice latte before, but this is the year. I've already got Halloween decorations for the flat. I've ordered one Halloween costume so far. I'm ready to get spooky. So I went to Starbucks yesterday and today 
looking for pumpkin spice lattes, but I'm too embarrassed to ask when they'll be out because I feel like that's maybe a bit of an, an annoying, like basic bitch question to ask. But if anybody knows when that is, please let me know. Right, so, sorry, as I was saying, it's Halloween season's approaching, right? This has been going on for a really long time. Oh, this is unfortunately so normal, especially when a relationship is in the mix. Like, I have had friendships over the year, and I've also been on the other end of this, like, when I first ever had a relationship when I was younger I very much kind of abandoned my friends just to see him more and all I really cared about was spending all my free time with him which is easily done right and I don't blame people for it I don't think it makes them a bad person I think they're just like in a wee love bubble and like good for them but the most important thing is is relationships can end just as quickly as they started so you want to hang on to your friends and it is shit when people don't prioritize you it's the worst feeling ever it's very frustrating position to be in so I feel you I think considering how long this has been going on for it's time to have the chat it's time to say sis what are you playing at, right? I think personally how I would deal with this is if my if one of my best friends got into a new relationship and they were like totally patching me, I never was seeing them anymore, they weren't coming out, all their free time was spent with their um, other half, I'd give them a few months of being like, okay, let them enjoy like this initial stages, the honeymoon stages, like let them settle into this new relationship and then adapt their life with this new relationship. And after a few months had passed in, I'd probably start dropping subtle hints. Like, I feel like I never see you anymore. Like, should we do something? Should we plan something fun? Like, how about the two of us go and do something? And if they're not reacting to that, like, oh my God, yeah, like, it's so fun. Like, we haven't done anything in ages. That would be so nice. Then one, that they either don't care, which is obviously the shitter option, or two, they aren't realising what you're getting at. They aren't realising that you're saying, hello, since you've been in this relationship, I have not seen you. And I think you've already done the hinting that like you've said, like, look, is there an issue with the other girls? Because they've not seen you in so long. And she has rest assured you there's no problems. So I think now is definitely the appropriate time to say, look, nobody sees you anymore. I personally feel like I'm the one making all the effort. Like you, you can position it in such a nice way. It doesn't need to be like an attack or with like anger behind it it can be like look you've probably not noticed and like I'm not angry about it but I do feel like you're not really making any effort anymore and like as your best friend that's like hurting me a wee bit like I just really miss you and I'm only having this conversation because I care not because I want to have an argument because I feel like these situations can very quickly go from like zero to a hundred and before you know it it's like a full-blown argument so I think it's definitely time to have the chat, but approach it with care, approach it with love. And if she is your real friend, I'd like to think that she'd be like, do you know what? You're right. I'm glad you pointed that out to me. And now I can actively make a change on that. And I'm sure everything will be absolutely fine. And you will be bestie besties again. And the boyfriends can have her a couple of days of the week and you can have her the other ones. Okay, moving on to the next one. This one looks to be more of a relationship type of one. So we've got, girl, I need your help. Girl, I've got you. 
I recently ended things with my boyfriend of two years. Nothing drastic happened. I lost the spark within the relationship. And looking back, there were definitely a few red flags. Eek! But how do I get my self-confidence back? I get really upset if I see he's out, etc. Or even in the future when he gets to know someone else, that's going to make me feel physically ill. I'm going on my hot girl walks, listening to your pods, of course, going to the gym, seeing my friends, but I just feel sad. Oh, well, thanks for listening to my podcast, as always. Um, look, breakups are always going to be sad. Like, that that's what I always say, like, to anyone I speak to or on here or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter how nicely if that's the word it doesn't matter how non-toxic your breakup was it's still gonna hurt so much you're still gonna be heartbroken like the way I see it is like your life has just shifted so much like your whole life was you and Peter his name's not Peter but we're making that up your whole life was you and Peter right you and Peter had your routine together you had restaurants you always went together there was movies you maybe watched together there was activities you done together and all of a sudden Peter's gone and you're supposed to continue doing all of these things but just really really differently so it's always going to be sad like literally as well when you're in a relationship like nobody knows you the way your partner knows you and it's just so sad to think you go from being that extreme, like knowing each other better than anyone else in the world does to effectively being strangers. So it's normal to be really sad. And like, I know that's probably not what you want to hear, but it is going to be sad and it's going to be sad for a while. Honestly, from my experience, experiences, these things just take time and there's no there's no time window I can give you. I wish I could say, babes, another two weeks, you're going to be good. Maybe another month. Look, it, it might be six months. Nobody knows how long it'll take. But genuinely, when I say you will wake up one morning and you'll be like, I'm not sad anymore. Yeah, it Actually, it does just happen like that. And anyone I know who've also went through a breakup, they've kind of said the same. Like you kind of wake up one day and you're like, okay I actually feel better now and like I don't have this like overwhelming sadness like you're able to go on with your day and not really think about it anymore it does just kind of snap you snap out of it overnight almost and with regards to thinking of the future when he eventually moves on and that you said how that makes you feel ill I think that's so normal I mean I don't think anyone in the world would be jumping for joy when they hear that their ex has moved on. It's always going to be a bit of a weird feeling, but in the same breath, you're also going to move on and you're going to meet somebody new. And that is just, that is just how the cookie crumbles and you will be okay. I can absolutely promise you, you will be absolutely fine. It's always going to be a bit weird. Like if you have an ex, it's just always going to be a wee bit sad and a wee bit strange because you did spend so much time and so many good memories and happy memories with someone and then it just comes to an end. That's always going to be sad and it's not wrong for finding it sad. It is just a per totally normal part of life. And for the meantime, whilst you're waiting on the kind of overwhelming sadness of it all shifting, just keep doing what you're doing. Like you're literally doing what the textbook would tell you to do is going to the gym and going your hot get a walk seeing your friends distraction 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 is all you can do and also like maybe you could like try and find like a new hobby 
I don't know if that's a bit of a weird one, but like, again, it's just more distraction. I think that's what's really, really important. And I don't know if you're wanting to just be totally single and you're on like a boy ban and you don't want to speak to any boys, but as bad as it sounds, honestly speaking to someone new also really helps because it's like realizing, okay, life does go on and getting to know other people and like getting confident again like oh okay like maybe like having a wee flirt with someone or like somebody else paying you a nice compliment like these things do actually help I know they might sound a bit like superficial and not really what you're feeling up to at the moment but you'll be surprised how much these things can help but trust me when I say it 100% does pass and you'll be your happy bubbly self in no time Okay, you got it, sister. And, I, and I've got you here, over here on Rollercoaster. Okay, we've got another boyfriend one. So this one is, I'm off to Australia for a three-week holiday, leaving my boyfriend of three years at home. But I'm worried I'll love it and not want to come home. I've got a mortgage in a house. Or I'll come home and want to leave Scotland and move to Australia. Boyfriend does not want to do this. Help me, please. P.S. Love your podcast so much. Thanks, gal. That means the world. Thank you so much. Right. This this is a this is a pickle. This is a pickle. I so I am like your boyfriend, right? Like I don't want to move country ever, ever, ever. It's just not on my radar. It's not something I would even consider if I'm being completely honest. Like actually, one of the first things I said to have my boyfriend when I first started seeing him on oh my god on the second date, I said to him, "Do you have any plans of moving away?" And he was like. He didn't say no, but he didn't say yeah. He was just kind of like, well, I, I'd like be open to it. Like with his job, there's better opportunities elsewhere. And I was like, I'm just going to set this straight just now. Like I personally will never do that. So I'm just letting you know that so that you don't think you are getting into this with the hope of us moving away because babes, I ain't leaving. I'm Glasgow till I die, right? So I get that. Like some people are just set on staying where they are and that is fine. But on the flip side of that, it is also so fine and so fair and so normal for your other half not to feel the same. Like some people have an itch they just need to scratch. Like they have always dreamed of moving away or exploring or traveling. And I don't think anyone should hold you back from that. This particular instance, I think... You've not been yet, right? So let's not worry about something that's not happened yet. Like you might go and love it so much, but be like, I'm ready to go home. Like that was a fun holiday. Don't plan on living here. But obviously there is a chance you could go and be like, oh, I don't want to go back to Glasgow. Never again. I am here for the kangaroos and the shrimps and the barbie and the surfer life. That is also a huge chance. You obviously won't know till you're there. But I think... If you do go and you're like, I need to move to Australia, this is it. You obviously come home, you have that conversation with your boyfriend and if he is still set on living in Glasgow forever and you're set on living in Australia forever, I think you need to actually follow that dream and if it's meant to be with your relationship, it will be. I'm such, I'm honestly such a strong believer in that and I know that's maybe like a stupid thing to believe in and some people would be like, that's just ridiculous. But I do believe if it's meant to be, it will be. Like you might have the most rockish journey, you might split up for like 
five years and then come back together or 20 years and come back together. Honestly, who knows? Anything at this day and age is possible. So I think if you genuinely have, and that applies to like anything, I do believe if you've got like a burning desire inside of you to do something, you have to go do it. Because as much as, you know, you love your boyfriend so much and like you've built this life together and I mean, it would be, it would, I'll be honest, it'd be pretty traumatizing for him. <laughs> I'm just saying that it would be hard, obviously. But at the end of the day, like, sometimes you need to be, oh, I hate using the word selfish because I don't actually think it is like really selfish to follow your dreams. Like, you're here to live your life. And if this is something that you really want to do, I think you need to try it out and trust it's what's meant to be will be. But I mean, it is tricky, obviously having a mortgage and stuff that just is a whole nother layer of difficulty. But at the moment, I wouldn't worry about something that's not happened. But if you do go and you think I need to do this, I think you owe it to yourself to do it and just trust the process of what happens next. Oh, wow. We had like a textbook here. I love this. I love a big, long message. So let's read this one. Hey, Megano, love your content. And I'm a huge fan. Oh, thank you so much. I always find myself being, oh, yep, nodding away when I'm listening to roller coasting. I'm just like, preach it. Oh, stop. That's so cute. That's so funny. I d you know, it's so funny when I'm sitting here recording it because I'm just literally myself in my living room. And like, I don't ever see anybody's faces or anybody's names of like who's listening. So it's always funny to like actually visualize that. Anyway, I think you've touched on this topic before, but my dilemma is that I keep finding myself in a struggle to balance both my friendships and relationship. I love my boyfriend and I have a great group of friends, but I do hold my friends in a higher priority than my relationship. I'm only 21 and appreciate that friends are there through anything. And I love being around my friends and get FOMO when they do something when I'm not there. However, most of my friend group are single, so they have all the time to spend together, but I obviously have a relationship. I love my boyfriend so much and he's amazing, but I know myself, he isn't my priority. He isn't my main priority, but I am his. He has spoken to me about how he feels. Sorry. I have to move my phone. I was like looking at that. It's so weird. It was hurting my eyes. He has spoken to me about how he feels like he isn't my main priority in my life. And it broke my heart because he's amazing and I love him. So I wouldn't ever want him thinking that I don't appreciate him. So since that talk, I've been putting a lot more effort in and seeing him more doing date nights etc but I seem to fall in and out of routine of doing it I just don't know how to balance the both as well as work and family and just genuine time to myself I'm left having a moment to myself and I am exhausted just any advice I'd love to listen keep doing amazing and keep doing what you're doing oh thank you so much that is so so kind so this is honestly it's a, a real issue it really really is and it's something I have actually always struggled with like ever since I've been at a point in life where I've had a boyfriend or seen somebody or um hanging around with friends I've just always found it hard to juggle them all and the thing is like say for example like me and Pav have had this conversation before where Pav's been like can I book you in three Saturdays from now and we'll have a date night? And this actually does sound so bad to admit, but I'll be like, 
I can't really commit to that because plans might come up with my friends. And I understand saying that out loud. That sounds shite. That sounds really terrible. And if Pav said that to me, I would be genuinely really hurt. But the way that in the moment my brain is thinking of it is like, I don't see my friends every day of the week. Like Monday to Friday, everyone tends to be busy doing their own thing, including myself. Like you have work to do. You just have like errands to run. Like, you know, it's kind of rare that you hang out with your friends like through the week and then you see your boyfriend at the weekend. It seems to be more the norm where you see your boyfriend during the week, like after work, at the end of the night, watch some TV, have a sleepover, and then you typically see your friends at the weekend. So when, if Pav was to say to me, in three weeks time, can I book you and have, book me, that's so that's so bad. That's, that just shows you what my schedule is like. People are actually using the word book as if I'm an online service. But... If he says to me, can I book in three weeks? I'm like, shit, the old, what if that Saturday in three weeks is the one day that the girls have actually planned something and then I miss it? And then I look like the friend who doesn't go anywhere because she's in a new relationship. Like my brain just does like overtime because I'm like, well, I could see you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday that week, but I just might not be able to see you the Saturday. But then it sounds bad because it's like Saturday is, I suppose, the most fun free day for everybody so it's like what is he not fun enough to spend that with like am I reserving it for better plans it does sound really bad when you say it out loud and as well a thing that I am just to make matters more hard obviously I now love myself so I need to make a conscious effort to go and visit my family as well and again that's hard because I no longer just live with them I no longer can just walk down the stairs and spend some time with them if I want I need to then schedule in time for that so honestly I hear you it actually genuinely is hard work balancing everyone I would say what what I've personally been doing anyway is I now just do say right look I accept that sometimes I will have to miss plans with my friends in order to see my boyfriend because your boyfriend is like a wee plant, right? It needs looked after, it needs watering, it needs care and attention for it to keep growing because trust me, the moment, not the moment because it's not really like an instant effect, but trust me, if you leave this plant, if anybody in the relationships starts to stop watering the plant and giving it time, giving it attention, the plant is going to start to die. And when the plant's dead, there's no bringing it back. That was, sorry, that was a really good way to put it. I'm just staring at this big bunch of flowers. I bought, bought this bunch of flowers yesterday because I had to do an ad, right? And I was like, this ad would be cute if I was buying myself flowers. So I went into the florist and I was like, can I have this bunch of flowers it came to 42 pounds I was like <gasps> 42 pounds I'd normally spend eight pounds in supermarket flowers I was like oh fuck that is steep um and they looked really really nice when they were all wrapped up in the brown paper but now that they're in a vase they look terrible I'm not gonna lie they look really shit and I'm really sad I spent 42 pounds on that anywho um yeah great metaphor there with the plant like at the time it's really easy to be like oh, my boyfriend's always going to be there like we're literally in love like we've got the rest of our lives to spend together but it doesn't actually work like that like you need to you do need to work hard to try and have everyone as top priority 
which is a it's, it's a pretty much impossible task, but you do you do need to make a conscious effort to do that. And uh, that is like really ironic advice. However, what I have been doing is just accepting that sometimes I can't make the plans that my friends make and it's a shame because you don't see your friends as frequently as you do your boyfriend. So you feel worse when you can't attend plans with your friends. However, that is that is genuinely just life. And with your boyfriend, like it is so important to, as you say, do date nights and do like fun activities together instead of just seeing them when you've got a free minute because that is not keeping the spark alive that is not like going out and making like valuable memories together like sitting in cozy watching tv is so nice to do with your boyfriend it's one it's actually one of my favorite things to do I find it really comforting really relaxing is really my time where I switch off but you're not going to look back at your life when you've been married for 60 years and be like Oh, remember that night we watched that crime documentary? Like you need to prioritise making memories and having fun with your boyfriend the same way you do your friends. And that's definitely something I am actively trying to do. And trust me, when you're in the swing of it, of like accepting sometimes you say no to your friends or sometimes you say no to your boyfriend. When you're in the swing of like, okay, I feel like I am giving everyone a good portion of my time, you will feel much better for it and you won't really feel like you're stuck in that pickle. But it's a very normal position to be in. As you said, you are 21 as well. That's when it's especially hard is like you're old enough to be in a serious relationship, but you're still young enough to be seeing your friends all the time. It's definitely a difficult um, time of life where you have to sort things out. But you will manage and know that you're certainly not alone. But as long as you handle it with care and you try your best, that's all you can do. I hope that was good advice. I love the plant reference. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh no, I've not read. I, I don't read these until I'm recording it. So you're getting like, you know, the real advice. I'm not thinking about it. It's very on the spot. But I've just seen like one word in this and it's scaring me. Anyway, hey, bit of a long one. So basically, I've not long moved in with my boyfriend. Everything was going okay, apart from trying to teach him housework because his mum and dad didn't. So a few weeks ago, I got the dreaded text are you still with this guy? And a screenshot of his Bumble profile. Oh no. Oh, 
At this point, I'm working, I'm fuming, I'm crying. I have no idea what's going on. So the next day when he gets in from work, I ask him for his phone and check his app store. He had deleted the app three days previously. When I spoke to him about it, he said he's never met up with anyone or cheated on me. He just used it to talk to people. Basically the same thing in brackets, you know. So when I asked why he... So when I asked why he keeps saying he doesn't know, etc. Now it has been the root of all bickers and he's telling me I need to put it in the past. I'm just scared if he's done it once and I stay with him, will he think it's okay to do it again? At this point, I'm unsure on what to do. We've just moved. So that is cut off. Oh, that's a shame. It's cut off for the rest of the message. But I'm assuming, I'm just making up here, but I'm assuming she said we've just moved in together. Like, what do you do? So, my my honest, honest, honest first answer is move out and dump him. Oh, I know it's, it's not quite as easy as that if you've moved in with someone. Like, it is a huge, huge life step to move in with someone it's so much hassle it's so much effort it's emotionally exhausting to move anywhere um and I can imagine doing that with someone it feels like the biggest step it probably feels like a really lovely step as well like thinking wow our relationship has progressed so much so that we even live together like you're probably on quite high from just moving in together and up until now your only issue was housework which in the grand scheme of things is really good but if oh my god if your boyfriend I'm just putting myself in the position if my boyfriend was on Bumble I mean maybe he was just talking to people but how are you to know that like you didn't know he was even on Bumble talking to people so there's a huge chance he could have done more things that you're just currently unaware of I would not, I would not be giving anyone the time of day who is being my boyfriend and living under the same roof as me whilst having a dating app active on their phone. That is just a huge, huge no. Like I personally as well wouldn't be able to go over that. And like you've said yourself, like it's the root of all bickers and that of course it is because it's so sad. It's a really horrible thing to know and be aware of it's a really difficult thing to go over I personally would never go over that like everyone's different and some people are more forgetful and more forgiving but I personally would not be able to go over that and I feel like the longer it would go on it would just continue coming up as an issue and like you said like if you do stay with him and you do continue to live with him yeah, there's a huge chance that his brain will tell him, look, you've done it once, you could do it again. Like, you've done it. This is the outcome. She's still with you. We still live together. Why don't we just try re-downloading it and see how we got on? That is definitely how I view the situation. And I know you've just moved in together and and I literally know how much it takes to move house, to move your living space. It's a huge thing it's exhausting it's not enjoyable moving I personally don't think it's enjoyable but I think the best thing to do now is to move again which I know seems heartbreaking and like such a ball ache but it's short term 
like discomfort and uneasiness for long-term happiness i do believe if you stay with this boy and what if history repeats itself he does it again you're just sort of prolonging the sadness like i personally think deal with it now and in a few months time you'll be much better because of it you don't have these doubts with him you don't feel like you want to check his phone again you aren't dreading the next time somebody texts you the same question I personally think that's what I would do um yeah I, I, that is a huge red flag to me and as I said like he's telling you he's just spoke to people which is enough more than enough having a dating profile is what, what, like, what the fuck you have a girlfriend but the scary thing is you actually don't know how far it's gone and that's what I wouldn't trust I think he's broke your trust and what is a relationship without trust but I really hope you're okay I know that that's a really huge thing to go through surround yourself with friends surround yourself with family and just know that you genuinely can get through anything what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and I promise you'll look back on this one day and be like whew glad I got out of that if that's what you choose to do okay our next dilemma is of something of a similar caliber is that the word (sighs) men honestly my dilemma is that I recently just found out that my boyfriend of four and a half years has been subscribed to other oh sorry to OnlyFans and other sites whilst we've been together I don't know whether to trust he won't do it again and things will get better or finish it oh god 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 and govern I I uh, that's like my worst nightmare is like the OnlyFans thing look it's a it's a really weird topic that whole adult site stuff right like so hard to talk about so i am aware that it's really normal for men or even girls i don't know i've not really asked any girls and i've not asked guys either but obviously from going to school and like growing up like you know that maybe guys go and do their thing online right who knows i don't really want to know please spare me the details So I think that is quite normal. But for me, if you are paying, if you are literally paying money to be on these sites or be on OnlyFans, and the thing about OnlyFans for me is like, you're actually paying to see a specific person in an an explicit content like you have seen this girl whatever it is you've came across her like maybe it's been instagram tiktok or on OnlyFans. i'm not sure but you've seen this girl and you've liked the look of her so much so that you're actually going to pay money to see her explicit content look that's all fine and dandy if you're single i mean everyone has their own boundaries i personally wouldn't like if I knew my boyfriend had ever done that, even before we were together, that might sound really too much and possessive, but I just don't like the thought of someone paying money for a service like that, personally. I just don't really like the feeling that gives me. I mean, it's it's an industry and I respect all the women who work in it and all the guys who work in it. 
I, I'm not bashing it as an industry at all. But for me personally, I just would rather my boyfriend didn't do that and never had done it. But to be in a relationship doing that is... Uh, oh, I really don't know. I think it is... You may as well go and cheat on me. You honestly may as well go and cheat on me is how I view it. Oh, I don't know. It's such a tricky one because obviously everybody knows there is sites that you do not need to pay to pay for you do not need to subscribe for that i imagine offer the same visuals shall we say so why do you feel the need to pay for it but then that might sound a bit contradictory because what well, you're fine with them going and looking at these things for free but you're not fine with them paying for it when they're seeing ultimately the same thing so that is look that is a whole nother can of worms and that is a very valid point to have as well but I think actually you must really that this must really get you going if you're actually paying for it is what I think oh I really don't know it's such it's such a it's such a mind-boggling one and obviously it isn't actually cheating like they're not well, I don't know. I think you can talk to people on OnlyFans. All of my information comes from Olivia Atwood's documentaries. They're so good. So, so good. Um, I think you can speak to people on OnlyFans, but I don't think because you subscribe to someone means that you do speak to them. I think it just means you get to see their content because you pay for it a month. I just think if you're actually going out your way to pay for this service, to me, that's like that is it just feels much worse than if it was something that's free online that maybe a lot of boys do look at oh I don't know oh my god I feel like I really don't have an answer for this it goes back to everybody has their own boundaries right I personally if I found out that my boyfriend was subscribing to girls and OnlyFans, it's an instant dump I don't even want to hear what you have to say about it I don't want to hear your apology I don't want you to delete it I just don't want to be with you personally because I think it is such a violation to me and like my body and my self-respect I just and self-confidence I just personally would never go over that but it actually is not cheating so he hasn't cheated on you hasn't technically been disloyal so if you feel like you could move on from it then I'd say give it a go like look if you've been with him for four and a half years what's another few months like maybe try it for another few months if you trust that he's really sorry and he's deleted it and you've had the conversation about it if you trust that you don't need to worry about that anymore what is another few months of seeing how you get on if in a few months you find that you feel really self-conscious and you don't trust him as much and you just are still thinking about it regularly then at least you can say you've tried and look that's his fault for being such a dafty that's my advice on it but personally I'd be like I'm out of here <laughs> do I go on holiday with my ex-boyfriend we have just split up recently holiday is in five days eyes emoji tempted to go because I don't want to miss out on a holiday but also could potentially be an awful week right I mean, who wants to miss out on a holiday? I bet you've been saving up, paying for this. You might have holiday clothes already. You're in holiday mode, holiday mode activated in the brain. 
my advice is how did you break up like you're saying it could potentially be an awful week yeah obviously going home to your ex is is weird right it's not the norm and i don't expect it to be the best week of your life because he is literally your ex i would say as long as the relationship didn't end for like really worrying toxic reasons then what have you got to lose right you're literally exes already you've already broken up you could go on this holiday and a it could be so amazing it might bring the spark back you might think you know what we could probably give this another go or b it could solidify that you just need to stay broken up I would say if you're considering going on a holiday, I'm sensing that the breakup wasn't like a really bad breakup and like you think there's still a chance that you could go and could enjoy the holiday, whether it's as exes, as lovers, as friends or foes, whatever it might be. I'm definitely sensing that you think there's potential you could go and have fun or you wouldn't be considering going. So as long as the relationship didn't end for anything concerning, I'd say, fuck it, go. Like genuinely, what have you got to lose apart from the money you'd lose if you didn't go on it? I'd, I'd say go. I'd say, why not? Right? It's worth one last shot. And if you're bickering and if you're like, fucking hell, this boy's staying my ex, at least you're in the sun, getting a tan, drinking cocktails, eating ice cream. I know where I'd rather go through a breakup. Me and my boyfriend are going through a real big rough patch. We've become too comfortable in the relationship and are bored, but still love each other so much. I'm now going travelling for a month and it's the worst time ever. How do I handle this situation? Literally need your help. Oh, look. Oh. It is, do you know, it's so weird because I, I have literally been there like, oh, and it is the worst feeling in the world, it truly is. And it's it's so confusing because like you do have all this love for somebody and you still care about them so much and like you don't want to break up. But I kind of touched on this in my episode last week is that you don't want to break up. Like the thought of that is terrifying, it's heartbreaking. But you also can't seem to fix the relationship and you can't seem to like bring that spark back and like bring the enjoyment back. It's a horrible like limbo period to be in. I actually think that like you've said the traveling has come at the worst time in ever. I actually think it's a blessing that you're going traveling. I think it's came at the right time because I think if you go traveling, it will give you clarity on how you actually feel. Like you might go away and like miss him so much and be like, do you know what? This is like all the motivation I need to get home and literally put my 100% into this relationship and like, you know, they do say distance makes the heart grow fonder. So you might find when you're away, you're both texting each other, FaceTiming each other, phoning each other, like constant updates. And you might both be like, oh my God, this is what we've been missing. Like this like want and like need to speak and to communicate. Like this is actually put it in perspective that we do love each other so much and we need to make this work. Or you could go traveling and be having the time of your life and like not really think about them and that sounds like so horrible and it's not with horrible intent but it might just not be on your mind and you might be like oh maybe 
maybe we aren't supposed to be together like you're doing so well like traveling you're having the time of your life you're being so independent and you don't have this like need inside of you to check in every two seconds to update them to facetime them and it might just be like okay maybe we aren't supposed to be together and it's so hard like it is really really hard to go through a breakup of someone who you do have lots of love for and you do care about so much and you do want the best for it's a really confusing breakup to go through but sometimes it is necessary and I do genuinely believe that this traveling has came at the right time I think you will get so much clarification in your head I think it's the space that you probably need right now and I do think it will reveal everything I really do um and that is my advice it's go traveling enjoy it so much because you might you might never go traveling again like soak up every last minute don't let this current situation take over that actually see it as a really positive thing and see it as like okay actually by the the time I'm done traveling I'll have gained all this life experience I'll have had the most amazing memories ever and I'll actually have an answer to this that's how I would view it. Have a wonderful time traveling, be safe and have fun. Okie dokie, we're going to finish up on one last dilemma. This is a slightly longer one again, which I love. So I will read, I will read this now. It's so much pressure reading it in case I like stutter over my words or whatever. Okay. As someone who's listened to your podcast from the very start, something I can completely relate to is the fear of change and the anxiety it brings. Last week, one, oh, last week's one, sorry, I slipped up. Last week's one did really help me to open my eyes and just accept that change is a part of life and it's about learning how to deal with it rather than feed it. However, with summer ending, uni starting back and one of my close friends moving away for a year, a lot of change is about to happen and it's filling me up with anxiety. I can feel my mood generally dropping already at the thought of these things as I don't particularly enjoy uni and the social anxiety relating to being in uni is so real. I know I just need to see it through to the end as dropping out doesn't really help this situation. I'm so happy for my friend who's moving away but spending a year without her is daunting as we're so close and we help each other to de-stress, offload their problems by doing fun activities etc. Something we now can't do as she's moving. In a nutshell, how would you advise to best fit? How would you advise is best to face this issue slash deal with this? Sorry, how is best to face this change slash deal with these issues? I'm the type of person who is normally really motivated and enjoys being busy, but the thought of keeping myself busy as a distraction to this change actually makes me feel worse. I would normally never even post a dilemma for someone else to see but as someone who has such a positive oh my god outlook on life I feel like your take on this would be really beneficial and potentially help to change my mindset love your podcast and youtube so much oh my god I'm actually teasing up that is so that is so nice oh my god that is so so sweet oh oh my god what the hell that is like some of the nicest words ever Oh, right. Honestly, I feel like I could have wrote this, although I don't go to uni. <laughs> so I, I know it, in fact, was not me. But this is literally how I feel about 
anything in life changing it really truly is and at the end like where you've said you have such a positive outlook on life my help could be beneficial uh, yeah I do I do generally have a positive outlook on life but not all the time so how you're feeling right now trust me I feel like that anytime something changes I really do so this is like a really normal natural response to have so don't be like beating yourself up about it don't be freaking out that you're just bad at handling these things I would definitely say that this is a really normal natural response for your brain to have when big significant things are changing like going back to uni after summer obviously it's something I've personally never done but I can imagine like summer is so long like you get to have your own routine and live life quite freely and then going back to uni it's just a it's just a huge shift in your day-to-day life which I can so appreciate and and without having been there myself I can imagine it takes getting used to and it is just adapting again which must be quite hard like one minute you're on one minute you're off like I, I can so appreciate how that's difficult and the thing I can relate to the absolute most is your friend moving away. I, I literally touched on this last week in last week's episode when I said about Molly moving away. I really, really found that hard. It was just absolutely devastating for me. And and like you said, like you are a busy person and you like doing things, but the thought of doing things purposefully to distract yourself from that situation isn't making you feel good and trust me I have been there too like when I when Molly was first moving I never used to be as close to some of the other like influencer girls that I'm now like best friends with so at the time when she was moving my family or my management and stuff were saying like Megan there's literally so many other of the girls do influence in, in Glasgow like like make plans with them and get to know them like you'll be absolutely fine like of course you're going to miss Molly she's one of your best friends it is very sad we appreciate that but like life isn't crumbling the way you think it is like you can continue to do this and you'll meet other people through it blah 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 but I was like in my head like but I don't want to do that right now like I want things to be the same as they've always been but naturally life changes you know things change every single day plans change people change circumstances change so instead of just being upset and moping about how things have changed you do have to try and adapt and evolve with the change and hopefully I can install you with some faith and some hope that Molly moving away was very sad I hated it so much and I'm obviously glad she's back home now and your friend is just going for a year as well so at least you know she's not going for life that's like similar to what me and Molly done but whilst Molly was away I did reach out to other girls who do influencing and I'm talking about this because obviously mine Molly's friendship like began being based on being influencers and grew from there Um, and I feel like your situation's the same like maybe you both go to uni and that's how you de-stress together and how you you tackle uni life together so whilst Molly was away I did reach out to other girls who are influencers who are with Aquarius or whatever and as a result I now have several new close or best friends because of it so as much as at the time I hated it I was so anxious I was devastated I couldn't stop crying about it 
I was freaking out. Now I can look back on it and being like, actually a lot of positives came from that for me. Like I have become so close to some of the other girls and now Molly's back and now we can all be like a big group together and it just works so well. So trust me when I say change is so scary and it's so terrifying and it always comes when you don't want it to. But honestly there's so many positives to come from change and what you might find whilst your friend is away is that you might feel like you've become more independent in a sense where oh actually I can do this myself like yeah you'd love to still do it with your best friend of course there's no negatives as to doing it with your best friend but you might find while she's away Actually, I'm more independent than I thought I was. Like, I actually can tackle this alone. And honestly, just push yourself out your comfort zone when uni starts back. Like, just start chatting to new people at uni, trying to make new friends, make new plans, maybe do things you wouldn't normally do because you'll be shocked at how quickly you can adapt and how quickly you can start to enjoy things you didn't even realise you would enjoy before. I honestly can promise you that this is just really overwhelming. Like a lot is changing at once. And it always seems to be like that. You know, it can never be just a nice, easy, gradual transition. It feels like everything just crashes on you at once. And I think that is definitely what's happening right now and is why you're feeling the way you're feeling. But trust the process. Give it a couple of months. Push yourself out your comfort zone a wee bit and I actually can guarantee you'll be feeling so much better and you'll probably be shocked. You'll probably be shocked at how well you're doing. And before you know it, like time literally moves so, so fast. Before you know it, your friend will be home and it'll be even better than ever. I actually can promise you that. You'll be okay. And you can always check in weekly over here at Roller Coasting. I'm not going anywhere. Okie dokie, rollercoaster riders. That is the Dilemmas episode done. I feel like I got through a good amount there. Um, Thank you so much as always for sending in your dilemmas, for trusting me with them. I really appreciate it. Um, If I didn't get around to yours, I'm sorry. I just, we've nearly been going for an hour here now. So I don't want to bore anyone. Don't want to make the episodes too long but we will do dilemmas frequently I'm, I'm thinking like dilemmas like every three or four weeks what do we think let me know i'll put up a wee poll and you can vote in it let me know if you'd like dilemmas that often or if that's too much it's your podcast just as much as it's mings my roller coaster riders but thank you so much as always for listening for sending in for supporting for being here i love you all so much i hope you have a fantastic week and i will speak to you again next week i love you and anything you're going through right now just know you will get through the other side and you'll be stronger because of it okay i love you so much bye life goes up and it goes down I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.